Hey, y'all, welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole with your host, Riley Rabbit. And today, I have um, a local out here. Wait, are you, like, a local local? Are you? I'm from Chicago. Okay. But I've been out here for about five or six years. Okay. So, you know. I mean, you're coming in strong. I'm going to let you introduce yourself so I don't fuck your name up because I probably <laughs> will. <laughs> All right, so look, my name is Coach Tahan. I'm representing Naked Athletics Community Center. We got a whole line of things coming for you guys. We're doing a lot of community work. Um, of course, we do fitness. A lot of people look at us and think that the first thing is like, oh, y'all just lift weights. But no, it's a little bit more than that. So. Okay, so what's a little bit more than that? What are y'all offering over there? So uh, what we offering, we got uh, boxing. You know, we got a lot of mental health services. We got mentorship. A lot of people misguided in the community. A lot yeah. of people think that you got to be famous and rapping in order to make a difference, but it's not even always about the money and the fame. It's right. about what are you doing to put the work in. Just showing up sometimes. Yeah, so yeah. that's what we're doing for the community. We're showing up, showing people how to get back healthy. Okay. Know? A lot of things that they're pushing right now. Look at the health right now. Everybody's sick. Everybody's, Everybody's dying. Sick, so right. it's like we can change that. Well, they want us to be sick. There's that's no, how there's they no make money health. in the cure. Exactly. You it's, know? It's, 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 it's a lot of money in treatments. Facts. So instead of falling victim to what we know, yeah, we talk about it. Everybody want to talk about being woke. All right, well, you woke, but are but you sitting I, in the are bed? are you walking? Or are you getting outside? Are you telling right. other people? Are you really spreading this truth? And that's what so y'all spreading. That's what we working on. Okay. We making sure that we put the actual footwork in. Right. I like that you said that you guys are offering mental health services as well, or like just guidance or counseling like, tell us a little bit more, more about that, especially, and I'm just going to be, like, just straight out say, especially coming from a black man, because where I came from, I was only around black and Mexicans, and they were not with, like, any mental health stuff. Like, that whole community was very, like, you know, oh, that's for that's for women or for white people. You know, like, he was crazy. If yeah, you, so the thing with that is uh, you just got to think about my normal might not be your normal. Right. And when you say that, it sounds cliche, but when you think about, like, growing up on the south side of Chicago, seeing murders and seeing accidents and, and police brutality, right. it was like, it was normal. Right. But when you see other people, when you move out of those regions, you be like, oh, they're actually this is traumatized not normal. by shit. This is I not normal. I just said this to somebody so the other day. So it's like a shooting in a parking occur, and I'll be like, oh. You're like, oh, somebody it's died? It's coming from over there. Like, it's not normal to be like, oh, somebody died? Mm. Like, oh, that, should, that should oh, be like okay. a shocker to you. Exactly. So it's yeah. like the things that we had to deal with on a daily basis, you don't even understand that you were around gang members. Yeah. Gang members are low-key. Not gang members, serial, killers. Right. They're serial killers. These serial killers. These are That's serial so, killers. I never, like, like, people never like understood the fact that gang violence is something that was lifelong. It's every day. It's a part of your culture. Mm -hmm. Gang culture. Everybody want to put it in the music now. But these are psychopaths. These are these are real very lives. irrational people. Yeah, you yeah. have serial murderers. You got burglaries. You got robbers. These people are they're mentally ill. Right. They're sick. And there's people who fall victim to that. Like with every, I mean, even if we talk about like Jeffrey Dahmer, right? He had a following. People don't realize that usually a lot of those things, there's one little fucking sick asshole up top that keeps spreading it yeah. down and feeding it into these younger kids thinking that's what it is. Now they're breeding other psychos. But the thing with that, though, is the capitalism. Like, you can't capitalize and make entertainment out of truth and subtleties. Right. Like, look at everything that you got going on in um, reality TV. Right. If they ain't fighting, the show ain't popping. That's true. You see what I'm saying? This just happened to a really good friend of mine. Um, I don't know. Do you know who Mr. Organic is? Yeah. So Mr. Organic recently went that with that with, with his chick. They was trying to get him to do a show with him and his chick. Like, oh, you guys are cool. You guys are doing a YouTube thing. They was going to give him a reality show. They had a little confrontation about something that happened on another podcast. And they, you know, split up. They called her. We'll offer you double 
if, if you, you put if it you on throw glass. it all on him. Yeah. She was like, look, no, you know what I mean? Like because controversy sells. When yeah. you have people that's average, that's average, so toxic. And this 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 is what's sad about it, Riley. When you got people that's like uh, at home chilling, they watching TV. Mm-hmm. Most of them are miserable when they life. Yeah, absolutely. But when they get to see other people on TV, just as miserable. If not worse, it makes them feel better. Okay. So when you look at the people that's watching TV and what TV is meant for, it was a a, a quote that was made by like Bentley, right? Mm-hmm. And they said that uh, it's a reason why we don't have car commercials. Right. Said our target. They don't. Our target audience is not at home watching TV. Right. Look okay. how deep that is, though. Right, because the people who spit in that bag are not, they're living life. They live in life yeah. and they got opportunities. I'm with the mic, going, okay? It's too far away. They going. <laughs> Let's they, lift it up so you can chill. Yeah. Now I want you to be comfortable. We're going to fix it. I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. So it's like uh, the people that want to live back. life. Look, the people that want to live life and the people that want to have fun and actually are having fun, they not at home watching TV trying to see Correct. who else is tripping. Yeah. You know, they're, they don't not, want that. they're not looking for what to buy. They're they looking know. for peace. Exactly. They're not looking for. They don't need a yeah. commercial to tell them what to buy. They they're already, in yeah, positions of power. So it's like just changing the dynamic on our community. Our community is the one that's watching TV. Mm-hmm. They watching the YouTubes. They watching the Instagrams. That's where they getting their knowledge from. Well, yeah, because they're trying to. Well, one, they're trying to desensitize you. And two, it's just. That's how they get you to keep buying into the economy and do, buying, being overly yep. materialistic and things like that because they're constantly feeding that this is what this is what rich people do. You can never be an owner if you're a buyer. You can never be a seller if you're a consumer. Okay. You get what yeah, I'm saying? I never really thought of it like that. So if you have your own products, you're not really out looking to buy products because yeah. you're pushing yours. Yeah. And the products that you got. You're going to, even if it's clothes, like I'm going to wear my clothes. I'm going to wear it. Like you're going to. Exactly. Right. That's why I wear what we yeah, got, you on. got my, 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 Everybody wearing their own yeah. clothes. That's and dope. it's like, uh, if you sell makeup and you got hair products, you got clothes and you got shoes. Guess what? We all in the same industry. Yeah. You think we buying this stuff from each other? We all trading it. Yeah. We just, so all yeah, the people push my that's stuff, what, I push your stuff. And now yeah. everybody's wearing nice things mm-hmm. for free. That's right. what all these high class designers are doing. While we go spend fifteen hundred dollars on the name brand that cost them sixty dollars, forty dollars to make. Not even. It cost you, them like five dollars. Yeah, to make. you went to you <laughs> like, went to go and buy this, but they like seventy five percent markup. Not doing that. Yeah, no. You know they have friends in the same industry. Everything is free. I mean, and if you've ever hung out with any kind of celebrity, I mean, they bring them stylists and stuff. So one of my um, other hosts or, or other like guests that came on was Giselle. Um, Giselle Boutiques, and she was saying she her brand was all over everybody, right? Everybody was wearing it. She's like, I'm not making no money. She said, because these stylists will come pick up all this stuff, bring it to them, and then they'll bring it back. But then I'm not getting no shout-out. I don't do nothing. She was really like, and and that's what it is, because they're really not buying clothes. Right. They just pick it up from all these big designers that's trying to get their names out. Exactly. And like people, they don't buy them clothes. And that's why I say you got to understand these things. And the only Fashion way Nova gives away thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of free clothes. And that's yeah. why they stuff is known. Yeah. But when you actually go to their site, it's not expensive either. It's very mm-hmm. attainable. Yeah. So it's like when you spread the truth about things and you want to incline people to be better. Like, hey, look, let me bring you up on this. Let me bring you up on that. Bring them up on something that makes sense. Yeah. This is stuff that they don't teach in college. They don't teach none of these things in no, school. No, they don't. Like you, they you teach never, us to be workers. Exactly. Yeah. You've never seen a class that taught you how to be a boss. So, and, and this is funny. You say that there are seven types of learning styles, right? Right. 
they only teach us three in class. I mean, in like just normal school, like grade school and stuff, they teach us three types of, of learning styles, even though there's seven. And the other four are like art, things like that, yeah. which are usually entrepreneur mindsets. Exactly. So they actually don't specifically teach us stuff to encourage our like individualism. They if, took if it if all out of right. they took it all out of school. Yeah. They took music out, they took art out, they Everything took creative that made you writing out, mm-hmm. they took economics out. They took a wood shop out, automotive, yeah, all of the, the things, skills and all stuff. the things that you can actually live life on without having to apply for a job. You can yeah. use creativity and the ingenuity that yeah, you, you can have. be a they small business owner with all those things. You can have your own little business and make just enough money for you and your family and have a great life. Exactly, and it's not there anymore. So that's why it's like teaching people the truth. You know, uh, this whole black and white thing, the shit that they putting on TV. All the movies. You don't see no movies about Jews. You don't see no movies about yeah. what they did to the people down in Kuwait. You don't see none of these movies about the other Palestinians races. and it's everything. a lot yeah. of people that got that got fucked over in, in yeah. this world. The Cubans, like they're going through it right now. Like yeah, Haiti. Haiti was a whole oh my gosh. power force. I've been to Haiti. That was intense. And, and look, they actually went on a downfall because the government in the other worlds, other countries charge them a fee yeah they were taxing on trade so it's like they lost everything that they had of power people don't realize that one of the richest pirates in the world um i can't even think of his name right now it's a black guy hold on let me think about it it was a black dude from haiti right he was more blood and he was just pushing money through that and through that people, country for and years people don't understand that they're not pushing this for a reason because that's not gonna intensify things and make mm-hmm. money and create the controversy yeah every movie is about Black and white, racism this, black people this. You stick five people in a room with different nationalities and let them grow up together, they're going to all love each other and they're going to ride back for each other. Absolutely. You put a book in their room that told them that, well, you was a slave and that guy over there, his people It starts to create hate and everything. And it creates this. You have to teach these things, but they keep it in school. I tell people that all the time. Like, the reason that race, as you notice, it kind of like it dwindled off for a while. Then all of a sudden, the protests and stuff happened again. It was like we was getting too much along for a minute, and they had a as long as, long as they keep us separate, It'll they keep, keep the us from they keep us fighting and not paying attention to what is really happening. Exactly, we're so busy thinking about like, oh, I hate that person, I hate that person. We're not like looking at what the fuck they're doing. See, when you come from these inner cities and you come from these larger cities, they do things like um, let you know that you was a slave. Absolutely. But then when you come to these smaller places like North Dakota, South Dakota, when you go into Maine and some of these other cities, these kids are being taught that African-Americans were just uh, travelers. They were immigrants. I didn't even realize that. Because they have different textbooks. Yeah. There's a lot of truths that they hide that you would never know. So when you see some of these people that's talking about, oh, Black Lives Matter and this and that, and they coming out to protest, they didn't read the same books that you read. Right. They wasn't taught the same things about history that you was taught. I probably was. I wasn't in the white neighborhood. That's what I'm saying. I was, ta- like, I was definitely saying. taught about slavery. Exactly. Like we had a whole so what we month knew, about it. What we knew about slavery, about the yeah. books, about history, they don't teach that. Yeah. Everywhere. So they're like, I don't get it. They're like, what happened? You guys like, came over like here just guys. like everybody cool. else. Yeah. Right. But that's what they teach yeah. in some of these smaller all white towns. They teaching them that oh, black people were immigrants and they had all the opportunities that everybody else yeah. had. And no, that's not that, how it went. That's what I was talking about my grandfather. That was kind of where I was going with it was I, we were talking off screen about something that my grandfather did so innocently, but he didn't even meet his first like black person until he was like in the military 
He was like 28 years old. So he's like, I honestly, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even know they, like I knew they existed, but I wasn't around them. So exactly. like, I, we didn't have, but I didn't even think about the fact that you didn't even realize about it because they weren't being taught about it. Yep. And they were just like, this just didn't happen. And when you don't know, you just don't know. Yeah. Like I was, uh, I was 22 years old the first time I held a conversation with a person outside my race. See, and that even that's crazy, because right? Because I I grew up in Chicago, and if you know anything about Chicago and Detroit, some you all South Side, South Side is segregated. Ain't nobody over there but us, right? The teachers, the schools, the we wasn't integrated. They ain't right. like Vegas. I like Vegas. I got my kids out here for that reason, so that way they know. Like, man, I love a melting pot. I want everyone. That ain't where the world. Yeah. The world don't rock like that. Yeah. Only these places that want to push that. That's why these places that's like that are so violent. That's why Chicago's so violent. They make you stay in this cage. that mindset. Yeah, you yeah. stay in that cage, and you never know that. Oh, I thought white people was crazy. Oh, actually, they not. You know, you know, it's like I, it's, I thought Mexicans. They just didn't I know. thought Mexicans hated us. Well, actually, they don't. Yeah, we eat their food every day. We go to yeah, restaurants. We, I mean, like, what yeah. the fuck? We we all on the same struggle, same team. Same but where everything. I grew up, black and Mexicans did not fuck with each other. Yes, yeah, they was worse West than black Coast, and white. You know, because you from I South learned. Cali too. Yeah, I heard about the West Coast is a little different. But where yeah. I was at, it was like they we just never was even around each other to know to know that we even hate you. Yeah, yeah. so it's like we just knew what we seen. Nah, on TV. man, in Southern California, it is a race war, and it is not with white people. Like white people, everyone's like, oh yeah, whatever cracker you know but like nobody really like nobody's hating on each other like that it's black and mexican wars in my neighborhood yeah. so that's why i say right now what we're doing with our with our community we want these to be in every metropolitan area i think that's dope houston atlanta philly chicago detroit all the places la mm -hmm. going to the bay area and oakland places where we need proper guidance right Stop following everybody that's online twerking and holding guns and rapping. Like, you know, yeah, that's cool for what they doing. Yeah. That's what they want to do. But how about this? It's a lady that was just on uh, on, on uh, Good Day America mm -hmm. for having a half a million followers for fitness on Instagram. Half a million followers. Mm -hmm. Ain't never had to take her clothes off. Ain't got not one twerk video. Yeah. But she's changing the lives of little girls out here and, and other women that want to yeah. be fit. Ain't got no surgeries. Ain't got no super built up body. She's just fit, healthy, and she's pushing it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, shout out to D. Nicole. She's doing her thing. Okay, like, hey, people, D. Nicole. People What's be up? Doing Do you, that, girl? People be doing their thing out here, and you don't have nobody to promote that because they've been like, oh, yeah, that's cool, but she a fitness chick. She yeah. ain't in the club, though. Like, it's not cool right now. Yeah, that's not cool. Being fit, not cool, but yeah. she, being conscious wasn't cool for a while either. And yeah, it wasn't. And I'm, I'm like, just, and I've even said that. I was like, it's going to be a wave again too. Like yeah. even I'm like, y'all, cause my body, like I have my breasts. Most people know I have my breasts up, but nothing else is fake on me. Like, so I be telling people, I was like, not everybody's supposed to look like this. Like, right. Like it's cool. I get it. If it makes you happy, do it. I'm not against it. But like, there's your body is not built to carry those things. Like just figure out how to make what you have enhanced and like it look good. Like, even me, I'm like, yo, I got to get back and tone it up and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to go have another surgery. I would never have another surgery at this point. The biggest thing that I be trying to promote to people is health. If you put health first, the rest will fall in line. Yeah. If you worried about your cardio 
and having your your weight down and being toned. stairs. That ass will tone up and, fast. And, and, and guess what? Next <laughs> thing you know, the body will tone. You'll have been lost some weight. You'll be yeah. healthier. And then you're like, oh, well, health was the goal. But, you know, yeah. overall, you're still going to look good. Yeah, because some of these girls are still just eating cheeseburgers every Man, day. I know so many chicks that I went and got their bodies down. I'm like, shit. But it still doesn't still look, look good. You don't look good. I know some of you guys, I love you guys to death, but some of y'all don't look good. Some of y'all look terrible. Like It's not working. If you got to, if you still have to put a filter on after you spend all this time with makeup energy and redoing your body it doesn't just stop and stop, <laughs> thinking, and stop thinking that once you get your body done that means that you still can avoid the gym you still gotta come see you me. still gotta go to the gym you still gotta come see, you gotta go see him so it's like you know but but if you worked on the inside more on your like on the mental health side exactly that's we're why working we said we financial wanna, shit and stuff we, we want to get people to understand who they are yeah understand the power that you have that's, dope. that's what individual individuality is um jordans everybody in my city go by them mm-hmm. you know so think about you've been outside since three o'clock this morning standing in line for a shoe just to look like everybody else right that's how stupid that shit looked to me you really sat outside pitched a tent <laughs> argue with two people about who spot got in front of who everybody got the same fucking shoe for the same on. shoe well, I'm gonna tell you why I did it because I used to run up a bag doing it. I used to get in all those lines. But look, people not put them on people seat. not doing that. Yeah, they I was running the post them up. That hey, I got them too. Yeah, where's your individuality? They at? wanted to fit in. Like so, everybody that wants to start to people want to be same. in that elite group so bad. Like and they don't even know what that elite group yeah. really is about. Yeah, those are the people that once you start finding out, I don't ran in some of them circles. Man. An elite group to it's me, nice. like okay, if you had to describe your like. So if I was sitting in a, an elite group, I know because like these are the things going on. What would that feel like to you? Does that make sense? What I'm trying to ask? Yeah. So um, being in that elite group, uh, if you know the truth about elite groups, those are very cutthroat, yeah. cold-hearted, evil people. They don't stand for what you think they stand for, and they're definitely not for you. Right. Um, you know, Epstein is a perfect example. He has a whole island that's known for being. Uh, kidnap women, you know. Yeah, just if fucked you don't up know shit. what if you don't know what adrenochrome is when they actually drinking blood and doing all this weird shit. Ooh. If you don't know about torturing kids and getting their levels up so that way you can drink their blood and have this like a youth fountain for them. You know, this is just sick shit. Shit you would think is a sci-fi movie, yeah. but these are the people that run the world. And when and you these start are people to notice, like throwing you media exactly. and, and soaking are, in your brain, they run the radio, they run TV. It used to be back in the 60s, what, 40 some networks? It's five. Yeah. They run the whole TV around the world. Five yeah. fucking companies. Like, it went from everybody having a chance to it's talk like to Oprah now you and don't. Epstein. And <laughs> but when you look at, but when you look at the flight logs, presidents, mm-hmm. governors, all these Hollywood people, all the people that you call yourself looking up to that you think, oh, man, they got this on this. They got the cars. They got the clothes, the jewelry. They got the movies. This is this is what life is about. Those are all the people going to that creepy ass island. Names is in logs. This is factual shit. It's public mm. information that you can look up and find he out. He coming like, out here with it. He came with this. He came with it strong today. He went down the rabbit hole. So I, I, I like the I like the name. When when they say go down the rabbit hole, I'm like, oh, you're like okay. I'm going. This ain't like one of the mother podcasts where I got to be careful what I say. No, say it. Shout out to my community center and the fact that we doing what we doing for the kids. But this is for but the stay, adults right stay here. Stay awake. This too. is this is also for the people that call themselves woke and call themselves conscious. What is woke? What is this state of being? And woke? what are you going to do with it? Exactly. Everybody's sitting around talking shit and putting all these social yeah. media posts up. How many people are outside trying to make a difference? 
how many people are outside doing more than just making a sign? Because mm-hmm. if you know anything about a protest, that ain't what a protest is. Right. A protest is changing the next person's mind. Not sitting here ranting and raving and crying about some shit that happened. Yeah. You know? I mean, and I've, I've been pretty honest about, like, my, my religious beliefs, but I feel like that's kind of how things have happened. It's almost gotten to, like, where that was. Back in the day when it was, like, when people were going out, I'm not super religious, like, as far as organized church goes. I'm a very big, like, energy person, it's right? It's spiritual side. I'm a very spiritual. Was that mine? Sorry, guys. Sorry. Actually, it's Melanie. She's coming next. Chrissy. <laughs> like, can you grab that and just see? Anyway, sorry. Cut that. Cut it. Um, I felt like, but that was just something that I realized, like, back in the day, I remember when I was growing up in the church. That's what they did. They went out and, like, reached out to the community, brought them in. Like, this is when it felt more whole to me, you know, yeah. like, more wholesome. And, like, and I always got it in one of those little churches where they really was like, hey, let's get you in, let's talk to you. But they never, like, preached to us. They just like, hey, you know what? We're going to have this community thing at the house. We're going to garden this weekend. And it showed them the right way to exactly. do it, right? And even though I don't necessarily believe in, like, the whole organized church thing, those like fundamentals that I was taught growing up like that is what I like about your community. Like that's gym. what we doing because yeah. at the same time, you know how many people told me that I should do better. Yeah. They told me I need to change. But my what life. did you really do to help me get but better? How about stop telling me what to do and show me? Cause obviously I hear you, but I don't right. see none of these options and lanes or I don't see anybody around me. There was right. really no one around me to learn an example from like exactly. my grandparents were very, very, like, good as far as that type of people. But anything else other than that, like, I didn't have anybody in my community to be like, oh, they're doing really, really well. And this is that setting that that staple of what success should actually be. And, like, there wasn't people like that in our neighborhoods at all. It shouldn't be no such thing as one of your family members die and you got to do a barbecue and a car wash and stand on corners trying to collect money to pay yeah. for the funeral. That's retarded. Because they ain't taught you how to do life insurance they, policies. Nobody knows about <laughs> life insurance because the first thing that people that's broke going to say is, well, that's a waste of money. Right. Well, how many people that could avoid prison, avoid prostitution, avoid robbery and selling drugs and gangs if they had inherited Generational a wealth. half a million dollars or yeah. a quarter million dollars from their relative that passed away, pay for the funeral, and then use this money to do something different from what you just had to deal with. Right. And keep that cycle going Yeah, down. it's the generational wealth. So it's like, it's just common sense. Yeah. But if you never heard of that, and it was never put to you in a place to where you could actually see it mm-hmm. and understand that this is how these people start businesses. And people don't realize that most of these people that are doing elite stuff are actually borrowing from their own life insurance policies. They and they're not spending their money. You don't even know that That's you can free do game that. for you. And honestly, <laughs> look, this is going to be plug his community center again. They also offer financial services. So if you can like realize that there are these things, there's these loopholes that you can actually get from these policies, right? You, have you can to, borrow against your own policy. Yeah. You're not even using your, you're but, die, and they, you don't pay they, taxes they, on they, it. You're going to die anyway. Yeah. So if they was going to give you $800,000, especially being borrowed, from an urban culture, yeah. like an urban neighborhood, they gonna give your, it to your you. life expenses is a lot higher or a lot lower. Anyways, yeah. the la- the fact that most, a black man could die at a much higher rate is, is real in those neighborhoods. So, and then they're not letting you know about life insurance policies. Everyone in your neighborhood is dying. If you got, Why do you not if, know about life insurance? If you love insurance? your partners and you supposed to be gang gang and you love them to death and you ain't got no insurance policy knowing that this dude is probably going to die next week. Like you, every day y'all how many, doing stuff uh, like, to How die. many friends have you known personally that like just at least you know seven, that? At least 17 that died. Oh yeah, yeah for shit. sure. I'm, I'm about. At least 17, 18. I had guys, my first, my first friend that died, we were 15. Yeah. And it was like 
people in my neighborhood, you know, we we ain't nobody doing drugs, you know. Yeah. We sell them and get selling them. So yeah. it's like I never known about a oh he overdosed or oh it was a car crash. That's he such was a drunk. new wave of shit. These it pills. was like nah shit he got shot in the face at fourteen. Yeah. Like, you know because he was gang banging like. That's but we know that, that these know. rates are high in these communities, but these communities are not being taught about, about financial nobody. ways to help the family not suffer. You so know what I mean? That's what we want to be able to teach people. We like, you know, we're not LVAC. We're not these corporate gyms. I worked at LA Fitness. I've seen how every gym is ran. I know how the ins and outs work. They don't give a fuck about none of that. Right. Did you pay your membership this month? Okay. We're going to yeah. get you in today, but just make sure it's paid because mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to come in next week. Right. That's what they're concerned about. Yeah, they're not concerned about actual fitness. We, we got people that train for free. We got kids that can't afford boxing shoes and, you know, provide shoes for them, things like that. Um, we're doing a grand opening on August 7th. Okay. Gi- giving away backpacks with school supplies, T-shirts, water bottles. We signing up, doing memberships, getting people in. That's dope. Introducing them. So it's like, you know, if you don't have nobody to show you without saying that you owe them something, or yelling at you doing it. Yeah, it's like, I'm not so forcing you. toxic. I want to show you, like, hey, if you ain't got it right now, cool. Just hit me later. Yeah. But I got you, though. I'm not going to make you wait. I'm yeah. not going to tell you, like, okay, you only got $30 when it costs 50 Well, when you get the other 20 then call me. Like, no, come on in. We're going right. to make it happen. We're going to figure it out. Well, I might have a resource for you to go get this bag up, actually. Let me help you. We're going to have to do something, though, because that's, that's what stops you from making advancements is the fact that they have all of these closed doors. Yeah. It's a lot of closed doors. I like that you're offering health. Like uh, we started when we first said this, like health is beyond just physical appearance. Like health is mental health. Health is financial health. Health is. You know, all those emotional things like Being people. confident. Yeah, all that stuff. So I like that you have that type of community center coming up for it. Yeah. Where are you guys going to be located? So we're on 4120 East Craig Road. It's okay. right, right off of Lamb and Craig. Um, it's 25,000. You guys on the east side. Yeah, it's 25,000 <laughs> square feet. You know, we're not trying to go on the strip. We ain't going to Summerlin. We're not going to. We in, we we in, in the, the trenches, shit. man. Okay. We where it's at. We, we where you need east help East Vegas at. is definitely uh, the trenches of Vegas, yeah, for sure. They, they need some help. They, they need do. to see Good that it's not just police riding around. It's going to be, here, we got community service oh, for man, you. Oh, man, the over-policing is do. a whole different story. Like, uh, it's been plenty of neighborhoods I go in and, um, you know, I, I was leaving downtown Summerlin, taking taking a dinner break and chilling and having a good time and just riding. And I was just noticing how many Benzes and Lamborghinis and different cars, Bentley trucks. And, you know, nobody's doing the speed limit. Everybody doing what they want to do. I didn't see not one police car. Mm-mm. I go to areas where these people could barely afford a car. And they and couldn't there's even a pl- afford there's a police they, they, could, every corner. they couldn't afford to even get the registration. They just glad to get the car and they still gotta go to the store to get groceries and they pull it over in the parking lot because they ain't got the plates on. Yeah. It's a police officer for every person. But yeah, but every rich guy and the other they still got the paper plates on from the dealer for like two years. <laughs> it's a Jaguar on the back and it's <laughs> like, bro, you this you had this car for a year and a half. You ain't got pulled over not once. Mm-mm. I go to the store. I get pulled over twice. Yeah, I've been outside for forty eight hours, and I get pulled over twice. That happened when I was in Dallas. I I, I vlogged about it. I was like, y'all wonder why they're always in trouble because you can't even sneeze without a police officer being right here in your face. Like, yeah. of course you're gonna have higher arrest rates. So it's like you know when you start to learn the psychological side of warfare, what yeah. warfare really is. You know, biological warfare, this chemi- this chemistry shit they got going on with these illnesses, diseases, yeah. COVID shit, all of that, you know. To me, that was just a test to see how fast we move. 
yeah. How fast are you locked down for me? Yeah, and then it's that's like, what it know, was to only, me. Only the strong survive, you know. Uh, COVID just took my mom a few days ago. Oh wow! So it's like you know, only the strong survive. She wasn't strong enough. You know, this is just recent. This is three days ago. Damn. So it's like I, I still so got to push. Let me ask you this, and if you don't mind talking about it, if you're not comfortable, we we don't got to. Because a lot of times they're saying that you know there's like underlying issues or there's other things like what was her what was her health at the she point? She was a diabetic. She, um, she had a lot of issues with you know when you're a diabetic, your body starts to slowly break down. But basically, what happened was uh she had a back surgery out here. Okay. Doctors fucked it up. Screws was coming out. They had to go back in. She ended up not being able to walk. My mom was only fifty six. Mm, that's very young. So it's like she couldn't walk. You know, she went from having fun and I was taking her out to do things with the old you know they got the old school concerts out here mm-hmm. and everything I was yeah. showing her a different life I I was 23 years old retired my mom told her she ain't gotta work no more and, that's dope. and now it's like she was living life and seeing something a little different you know mm-hmm. and these doctors and this medication the things that I was trying to explain to her about when people used to call me a conspiracy theorist it's now all happening. All of these things are happening I got people calling me from Chicago like damn bro everything you were saying this shit kind of happening yeah I was 17, 18 on the block tripping. I'm like, man, I'm smoking and talking to them. I'm like, man, did you see what they was doing? They were like, man, go in the house, bro. You tweaking. Why are you bugging for but it? But then yeah. now, 10 years later, all this is coming together. Mm-hmm. 15 years later, they releasing these diseases. 20 years later, people are dying at yeah. a massive rate and only the strong are surviving. So yeah. it's like, this is when I want people to understand what warfare is. So you, let me ask you this. I'm a little bit of a conspiracist myself. Do you feel like this COVID thing was something that happened naturally that they just was like, okay, let's take advantage of it. Or do you think it was created from the beginning? So is my mic off again? Okay. So it's like, uh, like what's your idea of how it created or how it got started? If if you know, like you say, you, you, you familiar with the topics, when it comes down to population control, you know, um, environmentalists, people that can try to predict what's going to happen with this earth. Mm-hmm. They start with the global warming. That was a way to try to, you know, get a reaction out of people. And it wasn't working. The reaction wasn't working for global warming. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay. They thought they were going to scare people with it. Yeah, and it wasn't working. So how about this then? How about we start these forms of illnesses? And if you notice, every election, there's a new disease. For the last 20 years. That is true, yeah. Because Obama was years. dealing with, um, what was it? Before, that? you got Zika, you got Zika, SARS, the, yeah. you got the West Now, you got all of these different things. Every West Now, that's the one I think when he first got it. Every election, there's a new wave of a virus. It's kind of part of the whole scare tactic for voting. So it's like, you know, for voting, for uh, population control. But once you start to see that, all right, people ain't listening. Bruh, Let's start releasing I don't know if this episode is going to be able to stay up for long. They might they might pull it down. You saying some shit. Man, shout out to brother. <laughs> don't Rick. lose my podcast page. Right. Like, that's why I say <laughs> shout out to like people like brother uh, Rizza Islam. You know, he he he's been promoting the truth for so long. But now all of a sudden that he's talking about this vaccine. He's on his fourth page. We talking about 800,000 followers, half a million followers, yeah. 200,000 followers, 100,000 followers. Now he down to 82,000 followers trying to study, restart these pages mm-hmm. because you got CBS and NBC and all these news people like Fox and them talking about, hey, uh, Zuckerberg and them, they need to start uh, flagging these people's accounts. These are people that reach 10 to 15 million people a month. Yeah. 
of course you want them to stop talking. Absolutely. So it's like, yeah, they I mean, are they taking did it. these posts down. They did it to Nipsey. Shut them up. Like, and, and people don't know. They smoking that Marathon OG and who you think they got it from. So it's like he was starting a whole dispensary. He was finna tap into a billion-dollar corporation with millions of followers, of course, and buying And people who property. are listening to finally, I think he woke up the community more with the being woke thing because – like I'm from SoCal, I'm a big Nipsey person, so I feel like the biggest thing was anybody who did it before him, right? The Malcolm X's, the the Martin Luther Kings, it was cool, but it was very still like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they were still very structured. It was almost like they were preaching it at you, right? Yeah. Whereas Nipsey, he just kind of showed like this is what I'm doing, and he got on their level. That's why like, I say. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I feel like Malcolm and, and Martin were like above the uh, normal people. See, it's a difference. And Nipsey was right in there Remember with them. Remember when you was talking about spirituality versus religion? Right. Okay, that's one thing to sit in a pool pit and have 120 people come in every hour, 200, 500 people, and you talking to them and you preaching to them. Yeah. And you send them home, they pay their tithes and they feel good yeah. and they go home. Versus that but small it's those town church. people yeah. that go outside. Yeah. They not. On the corner like they do out here in Vegas talking about some, you're all going to hell because you're a sinner. Yeah, like, no, they're not preaching like, at you. Shit, they're you really getting too. in there. You're telling somebody that they live in Sin City, you live here too because you do yeah. this every weekend. He's finally waking up his but community about there, health like that. When you're standing there, when I'm standing here like this, like, okay, yeah, I'm not, I'm not no perfect person. And I can sit here and tell these kids, like, look, bro, whatever you think you went through or whatever you think you finna do, yeah, I was there. I know what it's like. Yeah. Oh, I was locked up. Yeah, okay. So yeah, but you ain't got to be hard. It's okay. You're dealing yeah, with PTSD. Like, yeah, this like, is a normal reaction. I get like to show you what you're dealing with. Yeah. Like they talk about. Oh man, I was in jail. You you don't know what it was like. Like shit. Who told you that? Yeah. Like you don't know what somebody else know just because. Like I'm you not, said, everyone's reality so is different. When you on their level, when you in these communities, when you on the streets, when you able to look at a person in the face, like look at where he got shot at. Like, he got I shot at on the mm-hmm. same corner that he was hustling on. Mm-hmm. So when you can go back to where you was at, like, yeah, I got $8 million, but hey, what's happening, bro? I'm just like you. How you doing? Yeah. That makes a difference. Mm-hmm. That touches people in a whole different, a different way. way. So it's like, that's what we plan on doing with the community center. We didn't move the community center close to the strip so we can try to get some notoriety. We moved in the hood where it was like, shit, they just stole the batteries off one of our lifts uh, two, three weeks ago. Yeah. Like, we ran a lift. But those are people you want to affect, so that's where you want to exactly. be. Exactly. So it's like, they done stole the batteries off. You're not trying there. to be on the TV. You know uh, what I mean? You're not trying to be, like, y'all, you're going to be the Bentley of your community, and I think that's fire as fuck. I want people to see, like, hey, they was there. We outside. We outside for real. Like, we, they was there. That's when dope. you see this bird, when you see Naked Athletics, when you go. That's your bird? Our, that's your logo? Yeah, when you, you see tell our, them. So, look, the phoenix represents rebirth. Everybody knows. It's okay. a, it's a, it's a it's starting anew. And when you hear Naked Athletics, like you said, first thing you think of is like, that's some freak shit. What y'all, right, right, right. y'all, y'all, y'all working out naked? Like, okay. no, okay. You have to strip yourself of yourself to find yourself, Right. So what you get to do is come in and start fresh. Mm-hmm. You want to get healthy. You want to get in shape. But you got all these bad habits. You already walk in feeling like you're going to fail. You feel like you might not mm-hmm. be good enough. Everybody around you in shape already. Everybody's well, competing with you all the time. They've been doing it for so long. Like, okay, well, where they started at to get to so long. Right. It has to be a day one for everything. So you have to get your mind anew. You have to get your body anew. You have to get your habits, your daily habits anew. You have so to you just ripping off all the crap. 
everything that so you, you was poisoned with, everything that you done downed yourself with, friends done downed you on. You got a lot of people that's haters around you that you think are your partners. They waiting to see if you slip. Yeah, because they trying to be right where you at. Exactly. So stop telling people what you're going to do. Stop spreading all your plans. Start letting them know when the release dates come. Start letting them know when the events are happening. Don't start telling them about projected plans because the first time your plans don't fall through, the first thing you'll say is, oh, uh, yeah, what happened with the uh, thing told you said you. you was going to do? Yeah. Did it work? Oh, no, I had to do something different. They're like, hmm. This is yeah. something I had to learn. Yeah. I had to learn that, too. I, I've learned that lesson pretty hard this last year. Like, just getting too many people involved in what I got going on. Like, see me when I'm there. Right. Okay? You don't need to see the... <laughs> if I keep telling people, I'm going to get a gym, I'm going to get a gym, I'm going to get a gym, and they keep asking me, what's up with the gym? And I don't have nothing to say. Well, That's and, like, people don't realize everybody's on their own timeline. Yeah. Just, I'm going to get a gym, but, like, I didn't say tomorrow, like, right. but I'm going to get it. Like, so, let me do my timeline on my of own way. telling you, how about this? August 7th, between 5 and 8, we got a lot of entertainment coming out. We got Hot 9-7 coming out. We got, you know, Okay, I'm about to make a trip back to got, uh, back to Vegas. Yeah, man, we okay. got a lot going on, man. Like, my goal is to give away a 1,000 backpacks. Uh, to be honest with you, name somebody that's, else that did it. That's it's, actually dope as fuck, and I want anybody who wants to help with that, like, be able to. Can you tell them, like, where can they go either donate or where they can go, like, drop well, off some stuff? So what we got is uh, nakedathletics.com. You can go to our website. You can meet the trainers and see who we are and what we got going on. And uh, we have a GoFundMe account set up. Anything that you can do to help out, this is your opportunity to not just talk about it. This is your opportunity to be a teacher and be like, hey, I'm off for the summer. Maybe I'll, I'll be able to put in a little work. Class, like yeah. Teach a class. Like, we have multiple buildings. We have transportation for kids that don't have cars. Parents can't even drop them off. All right, well, we got a few we'll buses and vans. We'll come get you. It's now your opportunity to say, well, help was there. I don't want to hear none of this shit about it was too hard or yeah. wasn't nobody trying. We don't have no loans. We don't have no grants. We this is just a no, village taking care of itself. We ain't hit no PPP money. We ain't got no none of that. We spent our money on our dream, on our community, and hopes and prayers that people can see the goal. Like, I right, look, you know, y'all millionaires, bro, and y'all ain't doing shit for real. So, like, here's the opportunity to see. We on some real nigga time right now. Ain't yeah. nobody playing right now. That's dope. Like, we spent all our money on this shit. We really out here trying to do it. And even if we don't get nothing back, we know that I right, should, if I leave tomorrow, you I change help, some I lives. Help, I help 80,000 kids, yeah. you know, like, Oh, I changed 40,000 parents mindset. So that way we can break this generational curse. Mm -hmm. I broke down a few racial barriers. That's dope. My gym is in the middle of Mexicans and blacks Yeah. by the air force base. Those are three different cultures. Yeah, for sure. That's military, Hispanic and African-American. But guess who coming at that door knocking, talking about, are y'all guys open yet? Everybody. That's all. I That's speak all, Paquito. Man. Congratulations. I speak That's Paquito Espanol, too. So, you know. Okay, let's see. Have Paquito Espanol in just in case you want to come out. We got to tell him. You know? <laughs> you yeah, yeah. I, I just look like this. Don't get it twisted now. But, um, like I said, man, this is, this is bigger than just us. This is bigger than one time, one gym. This is something that, I, like I said, I want to reproduce this and have it as a conglomerate around this country so we can start showing people that we can do this on our own. We can buy our own land. We can come together. They yeah. They other cultures like, all the time. Wake people up about how to keep it going instead of just spending the check today. I'm still learning. Like I said, I grew up in the same neighborhoods y'all did, so... I'm still learning my damn self. And, like, as I find research, I'm really thankful that Victor actually brought you on because when we first started this, I was like, I want resources 
or people that I know because the lot of like I come from the adult industry, right? But a lot of those people were damaged very young. They deal with all kinds of stuff too. So even the girls that are like still getting picked up on the strip, doing stuff like that, like now that there's an option for them to like get free help for their finances and teach people how to like get back on board with paying their taxes and life insurance, things like that, like having that available for them, especially here in Vegas because there's so many girls that like don't know how to do that stuff. So this is what gets me when it comes down to these, these broken women and these broken men, right? You could be selling whatever you want on that strip, right? And you got these people that so-called therapists. So this is how I look at it. You could have did porn. I done modeling and acting, and they always teach you. You can go from mainstream to porn, but you can't go from porn to mainstream. It's a hard crossover. Absolutely. That's why I never went all the way. They teach you this, right? But they don't never teach you that. Dr. Phil and them ain't never sat in the hood. These people that's trying to read these books to you and go to these schools, they've they never, never experienced, experienced that. anything that you're talking about. But they have a remedy, they have a recommendation, yeah. and they have a medication for your situation. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what to save 65% of the strippers and hookers that's in the city? Retired strippers and hookers in this city. Absolutely. Because that's why I'm so and, big on it. They could sit down and be like, girl, yeah. Yeah, the vets can tell you, girl, I see you do Okay, yeah, okay. You keep I love doing it. that, you're going to get raped twice in one night, girl. Like, you're crazy. But if you do this, now you just gave them some free game, counseled them, and gave them a whole new confidence in a new way. You know what that's called? It's called a psychiatrist, a therapist, a mentor. Yeah. People getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to do the same shit. Yeah. So, how come you can't take your situation? Turn it around. Yeah, you might have went to prison. You might have been in the streets for 20 years, 30 years. Now, all of a sudden, you're older. Well, how about this? You have life experience that no book can ever teach. Nobody. Nobody can teach you this. You have to learn by experience. And, and there's it, a lot of people that don't have, you can't go find a book for it. You can't find resources to be like, dang, you know, how do I not get raped on a call? Like, you, you, you know can't why? find that. You so want, like, You want to know why? Because it always takes somebody that's either rapping or done hit a big on a movie to write one of these memoirs or tell-alls. Yeah. Well, what happens to the regular motherfuckers that's out here? Just write a book. People right. keep telling me to write a book. I just, yeah. it takes a team, though. It does. Like, that's I, what I'm saying. I got it's a all village. the vocabulary. I got all the intellect. And I actually, I'm very educated. I can write a book. But I can't just write the book by myself. I don't know the format. I don't know the methods. Yeah. I don't know this. But when you start to put these things together, speak them into existence, we need to write books. Because if you know anything about history, shit, that's how all of these underground people, all of these secret societies, this is they how still they keep pass it. It's down. still written literature. They pass down knowledge through books that are not yeah. inside of libraries. If you know anything about college, college was not meant for our community or for poor people. So that's where they yeah, did it was, all it was of their meetings. Only. They did all of their rituals. They did all of their notes passing. Like right now, they publish things in movies. It's called Satanism in Hollywood. It's Hollywood Satanism. They have movies. They have books. They have things that they press, that they have a language and a code that they understand. Mm-hmm. It's like calligraphy. They, they get their message out. Mm-hmm. We don't write not no books. So, of course, you yeah. ain't going to know how to Because Because you said they got a TV in all of our house. Yeah. That's, that's deeper than I would even thought of it on that point, too, because I definitely was like, ooh. <laughs> He's like, they call me a conspiracist. <laughs> 
He gonna get my damn show taken off today. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Don't take me off. That's why. Hey, look, you say the rabbit hole. I'm like, do you nah. Know I was all the shit. Me and Vic have had some deep conversations. That's why I'm like, hey, you know. And you thinking like this? You don't smoke. You don't do. So I used to smoke. I done everything that you could think of when it comes down to being a real live street person. You all know? right. Uh, I come from a background to where you know drugs. Oh, you did say that you used to they, smoke back yeah, in the day. They, 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 drugs are sold. You just not something that you. But do. I'm just saying for you to be so like so usually now, it's, it's usually something he's like chilling. And so like, now it's like you know dealing with PTSD from the streets and from incarcerations and from all of the things that you see in the streets from murders and robberies and rapes and kidnappings. You ain't never seen nobody get put in a trunk in broad daylight. That's that's just something that's you see in a movie. Fuck. But when you see that it's possible, it happened to them. Now you think like, well, shit, you make the wrong move. That can happen to me. Yeah. So dealing with all of that. Yeah, I smoked. I, I smoked more than the average person budget. They think they in the hood smoking. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's that's actually a big controversy right now with the girl in the Olympics that got in trouble for the uh, smoking weed or whatever. And she's like, yo, I just. I finally met my mom. She died. Like she going through it. You know what I mean? Like And you worrying about a blunt. You see what I'm saying? But yeah. now, but you make a but you make a billion dollars off of incarcerating people for weed and then make more billions of dollars for open up dispensaries to sell the same product. To the people. Yeah. So it's like and with a tax on it now. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? So it's like it's so many things that people don't Well, that's the only reason understand. why a lot of these things weren't legal because they have to figure out how they're gonna get their cut, right? That's why like they don't give a shit if you sell pussy. They just haven't figured out how I can tax you how and can count I tax you. It? You can't tax pussy. So that the uncontrolled transactions. Exactly. So if you have a brothel, yeah. those a controlled transactions. Yeah. And that's why those are it. the only thing that's legal that's, in Nevada. Uh, you can like, sell Yeah. There. People don't realize I've said it before. Prostitution is not legal in Clark County. You have to go outside of Vegas. You have to go into Pahrump where there's brothels. And then it's and legal. And taxes. And they're, yeah, but it's not actually legal anywhere in Vegas. Yeah. So don't, yeah, don't be careful, y'all. It's not, that. I mean, shit, do what you do, but, but like. Yeah, uh, smoking all day and doing all of these things, it's like, yeah, I've been there and done that. And it helped with my anxiety. It helped with me being able to stay calm. But then it's like, you know, what are you doing to your body? What are you doing to your mind? What are you doing wasting time? How many places you done went to and everybody going in there to eat? You like, all right, I'll be in there like 15 minutes. Yeah. Cause you got to smoke first. See, I've never had a smoke guy. at that point. That's Vic, though. See, that's, that, was, that, was, that was me. If we talking about going down the rabbit hole, that was me. Yeah. So take the whole family out. I got to get my mind right. You got to get Why? high first. Because I'm finna go in a room full of strangers. I have to calm down. I have to realize that I can't, I can't hold conversations in public with, you know, eye contact. Mm -hmm. Because I have to notice my peripherals. I'm listening to everybody's conversation. I'm Because you're attention. paranoid. And I'm, I call myself paying attention to being alert. Yeah. But it's real paranoia is what it is. Well, it's you're in survival mode. Like exactly. you're like people, people want to wonder why people that come from these neighborhoods are so just tense. You know, oh, they're always so angry. Yeah. Angry because I'm always fucking fighting for my life. Every day I wake up like I don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. Like you're not going to be an at peace settled person, mm -hmm. especially when you're not giving the tools and coping mechanisms on how to deal with those things. You're just waking up like constantly in fight or flight mode. And when You're people, not going to be healthy. When people in public in a place like America, you got to understand violence is very real. Yeah. And when you're in bad neighborhoods where people are exposed to certain elements, I see it coming. Why? Because I was paying attention. Y'all yeah. sitting here engaged in this great conversation and looking each other in the eyes and then something happened and you get shot. Shooting break out. Fights break out. Fire. Yeah. It's a whole fire. 
it took for the shit to get right here for you to see it. Like, hold on. <laughs> Right. You didn't look around that one time. You didn't pay attention to the dude that walked in with the hoodie on and sat in the corner, went to the bathroom and came back out and started shooting. Nobody pays attention. So to me, I'm just being alert to everybody else. It's like, damn, you paranoid. Just yeah. Calm down. I'm like, I am calm. I'm actually calm because I'm paying attention to knowing that everything's Because cool. I know I might not die today. Right. <laughs> if I, I'm, if I'm listening to you and I can hear his conversation and I know that they arguing, maybe I should. Watch them and make sure, like, okay, it's just so sad maybe I need to leave. Because you've been doing right that now. as a child, like, and that's, and the, that's, that's where we come from. Program, yeah, that's programming. You have to break these programs, and down. that's what people mean by the white privilege statement, right? It's 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 that it's that you are not born into a situation where these are what you have to deal with as a child. You exactly. have the opportunity to be a normal child that doesn't have to think about where they're going to eat or where they're going to sleep or where they're, if they're going to die or if someone in their family is going to die or if they're going to be raped. Like, they don't have to think about those things. That's where that term white privilege comes in because and I think people over-abuse the word because they're like, oh, I, yeah. oh, you got this, white privilege. It's like, that's not what they mean. They're meaning, like, they got the jump start. And there's a really dope... Um, it was like a YouTube video of like a coach that was like, okay, everyone stand on this line. If you, your parents are still together, take a step forward. Uh, yeah, I seen You that. remember that yeah, one? Yeah, I seen that If one. you didn't have to worry about college tuition because you had this blah, 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 you knew you were going to go to school. Even if you failed high school, you was going to go to school, right? Let's take so he's like, now y'all have to understand that you all have to race. But look at everybody has to finish. But look are. at his jump start just because the circumstances were already better for that person. You know what I mean? And he's like, I and bet you the raced. ones in the back and they are gonna whoop your ass. And they raced because and they got to grind for it. Up and they yeah, won. and that was fucking. Crazy. And I, I think that it. was the one time when I was like, like I got what what they meant by. It. I was like, this is the one video that can really make people put what like white privilege term and what people are trying to say is the problem. Like out Like that was the easiest way For someone to understand it Yeah Like I wish I could find that video And put it on there Cause But that's Dope that what you're doing With this community Is like I'm trying to close the gap Yeah You know what I mean I'm just trying to make sure Everyone they say Level the playing fields That's Level all. the playing field they Like I want to show Everyone's starting at the same Start line And oh, then and let's see Who really And this pushing. is when it's No excuses now Yeah Like there's no excuses You said you was hungry Come to Naked Athletics We'll figure it out you say well, you wanted to get some education, come to the Naked Athletics. We'll there's no reason, right. Because we have food drives. Yeah. We have resources for you to come in and learn, you know. Yeah. It's like. And it's come happening. with an open mind. Like, if anybody is going to try to either help or donate or show up and they, you know, got these resources. Like, come in with, like, people aren't there to fight you. You know what I mean? People are there. They're really trying to help you, like. No one's against you. You know yeah, what I mean? No, like, that's why I say. Just come we with an open heart. Team, yeah, man. let's we do got, that. We got different types of backgrounds in there. We got uh shout out to the team. We got Lonnie Lopez doing boxing. We got Bullet doing boxing. Uh, Lonnie Lopez, uh, he's not black. He's Hispanic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like his, we in the same boat. We in the same team. Helping the same people. We got Shakir. We got, uh, we got Chris Littles in there. We got... Um, Roy Keisha, she hosts the boot camps, you know, and she's she's Metro, you know, yeah. she's an officer, and she takes her time to come out and train and that's try to dope. hope. That's help dope other too women. that you guys are closing the blue yeah, gap. Yeah, that's too. like 
stop thinking the police are against you. Yeah. They got a job to do. They're in fear for their life too every time no, they step you up. You think it's not? They talk, <laughs> I, it's two people trying to fight for their life when they get yeah, pulled over. That's like. what I say. You got all these different types of people, man. Yeah. And we, you know, my, my uh, business partner, Mike, shout out to Mike Teague. We trying to do our thing, yeah, man. Lucky man. And, and we trying to do we trying to do everything that we can to stop the cliches. Mm-hmm. Shed light on the dark. These people out here making it seem like these cops are killing people for no reason, but they don't tell you about how many cops are getting killed when they pull up to a call being nice and they don't go right for them. Yeah. Because they're being nice. Yeah. Well, I think on both sides, mental, um, like mental, what's the word I'm looking for? Health services are definitely need to be increased. I, I feel like police officers don't have enough resources on their side to get the mental support that they need, emotional support they need to, to continue to be like good decision makers. Yeah, because in field. you have to be in other countries, you know, you have to actually have degrees four years worth of college to be an officer. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I think they're putting a lot of fucking like, dummies in the police they, force and they're fucking up for really good police months, officers. You got six months over here, eight months. You go through the Academy, you do your yeah. shit, you got a badge on and a gun and they pull you up to a call. These are career criminals. You ain't even a career officer. Yeah. These people got so much stuff up their sleeve. Or in other in other cultures, in other places, like they're they're initially like everyone has to go through some form of military, right? Yeah. Let's learn how to like strategically move in life and process and think and like you know critical real thinking. life situations. Yeah. Like you know, even with the driver's licenses, you know, in Germany they go through like they put them in the middle of crash courses, like real like we're gonna throw some ice on the floor like and you see if you can adjust to it like they can't get your driver's license in germany unless you go through like a terrain type of class yeah so it's like people yeah. out here don't understand how easy we got it but if you don't know how to maneuver through these different yeah. obstacles and different courses that they set up for you of course you're not gonna make yeah. it yeah well man i think that's dope as fuck what you're doing and i appreciate you coming on and like spreading some word and spreading some love and anybody Tell them again where they can help donate or you got the GoFundMe and everything, Yeah, we right? got the GoFundMe, man. You can always go to NakedAthletics.com. You can check out our website. You can go to Naked Athletics on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. We got a few videos we posted up. Just type in Naked Athletics. And it's uh, not the traditional spelling. It's Naked, N-A-K-E-D-A-T-H-L-E-T-I-X, T-I-X. Okay. So you just go and just check it out, NakedAthletics.com, man, and you will see that we got everything that you got from supplements we got t-shirts we got water bottles we got everything that we can possibly offer to you guys okay. of marketing and you know do what you can yeah like do what you can everybody can say what they want to do but just do what you can do what you can yeah and it and it all goes a long way i've seen this like what four hundred thousand people on there mm-hmm. you know if everybody put, put together 50 cent yeah 25 cent yeah that's a hundred thousand dollars that's dope quarter million dollars that can go feel to free to help out man i love it and um i'm like like always i'm gonna make sure i put all everything in the caption below so that way you guys can just click on links and stuff like that so make sure you check out my man yeah you can always appreciate give us you a for call, coming man, out and look us up man i appreciate you for having me yeah, out no I, I, I got me some good interviews today okay hey, we all good man <laughs> i love it thank you again make sure you guys follow like comment below all that make sure you guys can check out my instagram on down the rabbit hole tv um at we you know we on spotify apple podcast youtube all of the above like always so check us out make sure you comment below let me know what you guys like and don't like so i can keep giving you more love yeah see y'all next week bye nice seeing y'all